this past year, that has been one of my main uh, prayers, is well, let me become more aware of your presence. Because uh, I don't think we're always aware of that. Let's move this around here so I can get it, so I can drink it right. Ah, that's better. Praise God. I'm aware of his presence now. It is so good to see y'all today, back to church Sunday. I know people are still going. I've got five or six phone calls a day, and even during service, some saying that the people were, were, were out and sick and, and out of town and, and couldn't come. And then this morning it was just, um, an emergency. Some, a family had to leave. Um, but you know what? Hopefully they're going to be able to watch online. I think some of them are. But you were here today, and you were such a big deal to me, and I'm so glad that you showed up today and came to worship God. And it's such a blessing to look around and see everybody worshiping. I'm at, I, had, I just met a... I met a new friend of mine, Gigi, tonight, today, and I turned around and looked at her a while ago, boy, and she was just going at it, man, worshiping God. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. And that's, 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 a, young, that's a younger kid there, a younger child, a younger teenager. I don't know how old she is. I haven't got that much to, to meet her yet, but she's a, a young woman. And uh, turn around, I just turned around to check things out, and I just saw her just worshiping God. I was like, that's where we're here. That's, that's why we're here today, to experience God. To come into a place together, together, that's our, our theme, right, for this, for this series, together, to, to, to worship him and to adore him and magnify his holy name. Amen. Um, there's a, a lot of churches across the nation today that are, that are, that are doing this, this, this Together series because of Back to Church. Everybody wanted to do it together. And, uh, but before we get started, I, I want to go back over last week's, but to kind of get your mind thinking about this week's, I want to um, do a little word game with you. Uh, and, and there'll be a little interaction here at the beginning of service and have you, have you kind of figure this out. So if, if I, and when I say these names, I want you to tell me what is, all, what is simultaneously in your mind that comes to your mind that is joined with this, okay? So if I said salt, you would say pepper. You're just being religious and spiritual today, ain't you? Oh, the light, the light of Jesus. Okay, okay. Peanut butter and, okay. Batman and, okay, Adam and, Hide and, pros and, good and, your mama and your daddy. I'm sorry, I had a world come back in me. I was getting ready to break it down right there. No, I'm playing. So th those are things, th those words, as soon as you hear those words, there's something that you automatically, that just is conjoined with that, right? It's almost inseparable, right? Now, here is the sad thing of today. When you see this next word, church and, don't say nothing. There's a thousand different words that y'all would say out here. When the word that should be with that is love. That's what we're going to talk about today. We come, we come back together. When we come together, we experience love. And when we, when we come back, and, and of course, you can say freedom and, and liberty and forgiveness and all that. Yeah, absolutely. But the, the number one thing is that we should receive love when we come to church, right? And But you may say church and hypocrites, church and hurt, church and worship, church and prayer, church and can't find a parking place because we ain't got a big enough place yet, church and frustration, church and I don't fit in, church and I'm not accepted. Church in, nobody talks to me. Church in, nobody cares about my problems. 
So what can we do to, to get that? We're going to talk about that today, about how to maybe bridge that gap a little bit. And if you know what, I can't help every other church in town. I'm, 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 we got some amazing pastors in this city, and I'm praying that they're working on their church. But for me and my house, we want to be church and love. Okay? And so we want to do that. And depending on your experience, it could, it could be anywhere in that spectrum, from all the way good to all the way bad, because people have different experiences. And so we want to, we want to do that. And together, together we can experience love but last week we were talking about um together we find peace and we talked about paul and he wrote to the book of ephesus um, which is in modern day turkey and how um that he brought the jews and the gentiles together under salvation and and he broke down the walls of hostility and then we talked a lot about walls of hostility in the church about how people treat one another different because because of their skin color or their background or what have you and what have you. And we talked about how we can't have peace when there's hostility in the church on how we look at one another, that we have to be together and we can't look at each other different. We have to love one another, okay? And when someone comes through that door, no matter what, what, what they look like, smell like, act like, what their background is, we're going to love them, okay? We're going to accept them for who they are. And, and then we're going to say, you know, we don't have to agree with their lifestyle or, or their sin, their life, but, but we can accept them and say, look, our job is to love you. Your lifestyle and your sin is between you and God, okay? And we're going to pray for you. We're going to be here for you. We're going to love you, and we're going to bring you in, and we're going, we're going to, to do what we can to, to help you get closer to Christ. We're going to get in a small group. You're going to learn. We're going to talk. We're going to build a relationship, and then we'll believe through that relationship with each other and with God that people will get closer to God, and then then. They will get saved and turn their hearts to God, and within, then you can talk to them. But the way I grew up, you walked in the door, and then you started judging them from the moment they came in, in the door, right? And you started, you started sizing them up and why they shouldn't be there and why they weren't good as you and are they a threat to me and all this kind of thing. So Paul talked about Ephesians. The first half of Ephesians, he was talking about the redemptive story of God. And he was talking about that and, and about how, how, how it was all about peace and how he came to bring, bring peace and how we need to be peace and how he left, Jesus left Holy Spirit here to be peace for us. And he said, I'm leaving, but I leave you peace. And he left the Holy Spirit, right? Okay, so he left the Holy Spirit here and he left peace. And then, then the second part was about how God impacts others um, and how we impact others and also um, how to change the world. And that's what the next two messages are going to be about. And so we're going to, next week, we're going to talk about impacting others and stuff. And then on our fourth week, it'll be about how to impact how, and the, the world. But I'm praying that we renew today our covenant with each other and with God to be a welcoming community that people can come in and find love, find forgiveness, find hope, find faith, and, and get rid of fear and get delivered and get, and get unbound and be set free and the chains will be broken off of their lives. And they would come into a church here that, 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 that they can say, you know what, that is the real deal. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone, a, a church that, that, that backs up what they say. There's so many churches in, in, in America that say they're one thing, but they're really not. Okay, that's why a while ago I said that we find, uh, you, you might say, church and hypocrites, right? Because a lot of people, and it's not, just, it's not just church, let's make it broader, Christians. That's why a lot of people don't want to be Christians because they've seen Christians and they live in the life of a Christian. But then, you know, on the same hand, they're, they're, they're looking at one little small sect of people to, to judge against the whole. Together we can experience peace in the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. When we come together, we can invite Holy Spirit here, and he can be here, and together um, we, we create a bigger dwelling place. Each one of us is a dwelling place for Holy Spirit in our life, okay? 
And whenever you get a whole bunch of little vessels together, it becomes a big, big area, a big vast bowl, a big, a big arena for Christ to come down and settle in among us or rise up in us, and he can have free reign to do what he desires. Um, we, so together we experience love. Ephesians chapter 3, 16 through 19 says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you in the power of his spirit and your, in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may find power together. Okay, with all Lord's holy people to grasp how high, I mean, I'm sorry, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep the love of Christ is, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. A love that surpasses knowledge, a love that's so great that it's even, it's even bigger than what you know. The smartest person in the world, if you have love, you, you, you surpass that. Um, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. This scripture right here is where we get deep and wide, deep and wide, a fountain flowing deep and wide. <laughs> I couldn't do it when I was a kid. I can't do it now. Um, but it was that little song that little kids used to love to do, you know, and I was always like bum-fuzzled. I couldn't, couldn't figure it out. But, but, but so, so wider, wider than what? You know, wider, wider than the universe, wider than Market Street. I mean, hopefully, you know, how wide is it? Wide, wide, you know, longer, longer than time, longer than history, longer than the Chick-fil-A line at lunch. I mean, that, dude, that's, that's wide, that's long, that's super long. You know, higher, higher than the highest mountain, higher than the moon, higher than the stars, higher than that, you know, and deeper, deeper than the deepest ocean. So you start thinking, you can come up with all, we can come up with all kinds of things that are deep, long, wide, and high. But the whole point of this scripture, Paul was really saying, it'll blow your mind. His love is so deep, wide, high, long. You can't, you can't get to the ends of it. You can't touch it. You can't figure it out. It, you, you, you can't get there. It's, his love is infinite. It, there is no end to it. There, you, can't, you can't think. Your mind ain't big enough to put him in a box. Because his box is always bigger. It doesn't matter your answer. God is always deeper, wider, higher, and stronger, and taller. But it's just basically, like I said, just talks about blowing your mind. Love is relational. I love this. Love is relational. Love is meant. This is a tweetable moment here. Love is relational. Love is meant to be shared. You, you, when God gives you love, it's, it's not designed for you to say, oh, I love myself. I just love me. I love my baldness as I love my goatee. You know, but, but, but it's meant to be given. Love is, is designed to give. For God so loved the world that he gave. So it's all about giving. It's not about receiving. You know, we do receive, but it's, it's, it's designed for us. To, it's supposed to be relational. It's supposed to be experienced together. That's what love's about. Now, I'm probably going to touch on it again in a minute, but, you know, love isn't love until it's meant to be shared. But what I want to say is, I know some of you are thinking, I'm not a lovey-dovey person. I don't like hugs and kisses, and I don't like touching and, and all this kind of stuff. That's not, love is so much grander than just physical. Physical is how you can show people. 
things that you could do and, and being there for them, caring, caring for people, caring, having caring, being concerned. When someone's lost somebody, when someone's hurting, when someone cries, I cry. When you hurt, I hurt. When you laugh, I laugh. When you're happy, I'm happy. When you need, when you need a friend, I'm there. Whenever you, you need, that's love. Okay? Now, I know some of y'all, but how about so-and-so, my ex? I ain't loving them. I never love, you know, that kind of, no, no. Okay, in that kind of case, you got to have a love for their soul. And so, you know what? I ain't got to be a BFF, but you know what? I love your soul enough that if you truly need me and you're in a dire situation, I would do what I could within my means to help. That's love, okay? So, his, so when I say love, don't think I'm talking about just the, the physical touch and, and the physical love that I show you and send you flowers and stuff like that. But his love is present when we come together. When we come together in his name, there's love because he is love. When, you know, when we, we find support in love, belonging in love, acceptance and encouragement in love. Coming to church isn't about this building. It isn't about it's about him, and it's about we are the church. God, love has always had a plan. Love, God, is, his plan is love. If all we do is show up once or twice a week, and we come in here, and we shake a hand, we hug a neck, and we smile, and we sing some songs, and then we leave, then we, then, and, and nothing changes, then we might as well go down to a bar on Sunday morning and do the same thing. Because you know what? They go in there, they smile, they shake hands, they, they get drunk, they sing some old Irish songs, and they hug a neck, and then they leave. There's, no, there's nothing in that. They, they don't leave. They leave with the same problems they came in with. That's not what God has created for us to do. It's not going through a ritual. Church is not, you know, ABC, and just this is what you got to do. This is how you do it. You go through the process. Okay, I've been to church. When you, every t single time you come to church, every, time, every single time you come to Kingdom Life, my, my goal and my, 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 my desire is for you to experience God in another level. Whatever level you need, we're at different levels and we're at different needs. Maybe you need to experience God through faith because you have fear. Maybe you need to experience God through healing because you're sick. Maybe you need to experience God, you know, through love because you feel alone. Maybe you need to experience God, you know, through, through a vast amount of different ways. But whatever, however you come here, when you leave, like that old song says, that we, you don't, we don't want you to leave here like you came in Jesus' name. When you come, we want you to be different. We don't want to just... You know, when we shake your hand, when we hug your neck, when we say, hey, when we smile, when we're up here worshiping, we want there to be feeling in that. There, there's feeling. It's not just, you know, I, you know just singing a song and you're just, you're just repeating the words. Okay? We want, we want there to be something out of it. And whenever we're willing to humble ourselves and, and, and come to a church and, and, and true love is getting to the place where you can walk into a place and say, I need help. I need forgiveness. I need strength. I need a friend. I need, I need a deeper walk with God. When we come into a place and, and you can just feel vulnerable with pretty much anybody in that room, that's when you're getting to the place that you have the love of a church. And we should be able to do it. And you may not know everybody's even name in here. Hopefully you do. And if you don't, please try to figure it out and talk about it. You know, we have four guests in this room today. I hope every one of you in this room, or five guests, maybe six, maybe seven. But, but still, however many we have, find them. 
Get to know them. Tell them, hey, tell them that you, that you love them. You're excited that they're here. Let them know that they're, they're part of our family, that they can, they can come back. We want them to come back. They're a big deal to us, and we want that, and we desire that. And we, and we want to get to the place where you can look at somebody and somebody that you, maybe that you know goes in here and you, you've talked to, but someone says, hey, I need to talk. And you feel like, oh, sure, absolutely, here's my number, give me a call. Okay? And so we should be able to do that and be able to, to that, that's what togetherness is. That's what love does. Love, love cares. Love is concerned. Love is that, like I said, you don't have to BFFs, BF, BFFs with everybody in the room. You know, but still, you got to be there and say, you know what, I care about you. Man, if you, if you need something, we had, we had somebody the other day in our church that, 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 that they were in a situation and she was having a baby and, and, and she didn't have her, none of her family was coming um, to see her. And so, and so and I came out there and I found that out and we started, I started calling around and four or five people started, came and spent time with her and brought her gifts and, and loved on her and took care of her, you know, and because she didn't have anybody. That's what it's all about. You know, then, then she went home and they, they carried some food over there to them. And, and so it's, it's just all about loving somebody. And, and matter of fact, a, somebody, a couple of the people that, that did that didn't even know her. But they said, hey, I'm, I'm kingdom life and now you're my family. So how can I help? Okay. Um, and, and as I say, and I will always say, and hopefully you'll get that. I know love, experience, I mean, um, you know, we have, we have, we want to inspire love, life, and relationship. But I also want you to always remember that we are never going to let the size of our church impact, dictate the impact of our impact. The size of our impact. How do I say that? We're not going to let the size of our church dictate the impact on our community or others. Okay? When we do it, we want to do it right. Okay? So 1 John says, dear, I mean, God, it talks about God being love. It says, dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves God has been born of God and knows God. Now listen to this. Whoever does not love does not know God. Wow. Whoever does not love does not know God. Because God is love. That's a powerful thing. We learned several weeks ago that God says, if you won't forgive others, I can't forgive you. You've got to, I'm forgiving you of, you deserve hell. You, des you, you deserve all this stuff, but I've forgiven you and promised you eternity. So you've got to love somebody else. And now he's saying, if you love me, you'll love others. And if you, and if you love me, you'll show love. You'll experience love. You, you will share love. God doesn't have to have, he doesn't just have love. He doesn't just show love. He is love. It's not something that he has and he gives. And they, oh, well, they show a lot of love. Well, they give a lot. No, no, he is love. Love ha has fueled his care for his people and, and so much that, he, that God sent his, his only son here to the earth to die for you and I when he, when, when he didn't know us. Uh, we didn't know him. And he gave, he gave us the opportunity to accept him as our Lord and Savior and come into the fold and be part of the kingdom of God. And God wants to restore completely the, the wreck in our life. He wants to take the wreck. We, we've all have, we all, before, before we have, where the wreck actually happened in the Garden of Eden, that's where the train wreck started. And we're just a bunch of cable cars that can either get on the track or not. Okay? You know, and so he wants to restore us and put us back on there. And, and that wreck can become whole, like, like Craig said. But also, you know, the, the other definition for, for reckless is one that's just, it's just, just, just all over the place, right? You're just reckless. There's, there's no rhyme or reason, right? Well, that's God. He's all over the place. 
There's no rhyme or reason what there is to him. But to us, it just don't, when I say rhyme and reason, I mean it doesn't make sense. God doesn't make sense to us sometimes. It, it may seem reckless to, to, to us why God does something. But to him, there's a plan. I got it. I know the future. I know what I'm doing. Just trust me. But it seems reckless, God. Just trust me. I got this. We got to get to that place. Jesus said it best. By this, here, here, here it is. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. John 13 and 35. If you love one another. Well, how will people know I'm a Christian? I don't go out and I don't talk a lot. Hey, if you show the love. How many people have ever met somebody and you just knew they were a Christian? They didn't ever say nothing to you. You could just can tell by the way they act and that kind of stuff like that. You know, and you can tell that you, 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 your, your spirit discerns who they are, and you can just sense the spirit of God in them. And you're like, I know, I know you're a Christian, I, I, and I, I test that all the time. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, you're a Christian, aren't you? I'll say, hey, you're, you're a follower of Christ, aren't you? Absolutely. You know, because I, can, I, they, because I say that because it's encouraging to them. For me to say you're a follower of Christ, how did you know that? I could tell by the way you carried yourself. I can tell by the way you acted. I can tell by, they're like, oh man, it makes them feel so good to realize that they're, they're living love. Not just because somebody helps somebody or somebody does something. There's something in them that's different. It's more than just caring, okay? Okay, love binds us together. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I have not been able to get, in there, in there Captain Tennille song, love will find it, keep us together. So, no, anyway. Is it Captain Sunil? Okay, okay. The, the, the radio DJ, okay. He got it for me. There is one. I don't know if Captain Sunil did it or not, but that's, that's what it was. Every, every, every time I, when I'm studying and I get to that, I say, honest to God, all week long, love will keep us together. And then I move on. Okay, John chapter 17, verses 20 and 21. He, was, he, he, he prayed that his followers would experience the same oneness that him and the Father in heaven had. He said, I pray for also those who believe in me through their message that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am, am in you. Wow. Christ wants us to be together as one as he is in Christ. Well, how do you do that? See, well, hey, we talk about the Trinity, right? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They're all three separate, but they're all three one. Okay. They're, you know, same way. It's like, you know, water, steam. We talk about this is a whole other message, but water, steam, and uh, liquid. They're all three different, but they're all three water, right? Well, we're all different people. We, could, we have different households and different stuff, but we are together, the church. And when we come together, we can't have fractions in the church to be one. You can't have cracks. You can't have divisions. We can't have walls of hostility. We've got to love one another. Now, and like I said, I'm not talking about, and I often use this, this terminology, but I'm not talking about that greasy grace where just everything's okay, everything's fine. Hey, sin is sin, and sin is sending you to hell. Okay, I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about loving people past that. Technology has, has gotten to the place where it was, I guess it was originally designed to hopefully try to connect us together. But it, it, it is a form of connection. But it actually disconnects more than it does connect. Because then, we, because then there, there's been a study and people actually, the conversations today are more talk. When you converse with people, they, they talk more in post. They talk more in monologue than they do dialogue. 
Because we're so used to just posting and talking monologue, just mano y mano, instead of dialogue with other people. And so, yes, it's a good thing, but you, you get to see stuff and talk to people, but then when you get together, there's no monologue. There's no, you're not talking and caring about them and who they are. You're talking about superficial stuff. There's no, there's no let me get to know you and who you are. But in this dark world, there is love. And in this love, you can find Christ. See, I'm very thoughtful. <laughs> the love between Jesus and his father was at, is without separation. It was without separation. And we should be inseparable. We should be a team. We should be together. And nothing should ever pull us apart. What does it look like here among ourselves, you know, in the rest of the community of the outside world? When people think about kingdom life, what do they think about? I know what we think about, right? But what does other people think about? What do other people think? I'm not, I'm not asking for an answer, but I'm just saying, th think about it. Whenever we want, we, we want to create something, and we're still in the creating processes. This is, you know, January 26th will be our fourth year anniversary. Amen. And, 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 and we want to, we're, we're still in the creating phase, creating what people were thinking about us. And we want people to look at us. Man, that's, man they're in a real stinking deal. The pastor's jacked up, man. He don't know what he's doing. He's got all kinds of problems, all kinds of issues. But he loves people. And I can be like him. You know? I don't, I don't want to be the pastor where it, who, when I stand up here that I look flawless. And people in my congregation are saying, I can't be like you, pastor. I don't want to be that. I want to be the person that you say, hey, if you can do it, I sure the heck can do it. <laughs> I can make it. I can do this with, with the help. We can do it together. Together, um, and, and, you know, together. And we have together things. We have small groups here that we do even more together you know we have young adult youth life groups and we have our oasis um, our senior adult life group and we have a fishing life group where they go out and go fishing and, and that kind of stuff and we have a ladies food and faith and fellowship life group you know we have we have our reset which are our students and our, our kid men in the back and we have and we have um kingdom living which is basically on tuesday nights which is just kind of just living a Christian life. How do I live this Christian life? And so there, if you want to know any information about those, go back here to the guest services. They'll tell you when they are, where they're at, and you can pick up one of these. It tells you all about them. They're right out front. But the thing is, is, the, it is it's more together. It's being even, even closer together and sharing with one another and finding out more about one another. So in closing, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> I want to talk about three C's and I'll be done. And it's not too long, so if you would you come on up and put some music behind me so I can keep remembering it's time to close. <laughs> so the first C is connection. Connection. If we're going to love one another, there has to be connection. There has to be, you know, so, so what are you plugged into? What, what, what are you, where are you at in the church? So many people tell me whenever I, I come to them and, and, and ask them, well, you know what? I've, I really always want, wanted to be a part. Okay, don't wait. Don't wait for me to come to you. Come to me. You know, go to the guest services and say, hey, I want to serve somewhere. Where can I be a part? You know, right now, we, we, we got, tonight we're having ushers and greeters. If you're interested in being a part of that or you are one, we, we, we need your help. We, we, we need pe people. We need some um, uh, out there in the parking lot to help us make sure that, that nobody dies out there. 
coming and going. We need help, dedicated people that I say, hey, I'll stand out there. I know it may be cold or hot or raining, but I, I'll, I'm, I'll do that. You know, we, we need people helping with the food and, and, and events that we have like this out here. We, ha we have all that. We need that. You know, we need a backup drummer. We, we, we need different things. We, 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 need, we need help in our church to, to, to continue to grow. And there's always a place for you. I don't care what you do. There's a place for you. I'll find a place that you can serve. You know, right, right now, you know, because Pastor Kristen is, 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 is moving, leaving, leaving right here in a little bit and at the end of the month, you know, she, she typically uh, she just volunteered and she, and she would clean the church during the week. We need somebody that can help clean the church on Sundays after, sometimes between Sunday and because, because our uh, Easter seals comes during the week. So on Sundays, we need to have the church cleaned. They clean it on Fridays for us and we clean it on Sundays for them. But that's something small, but man, that is so important. So important. So we have that. Relationship is a goal. But you've got to take the first step. I'm confident that there's a place of belonging, growth, service, and commitment for you here. And you're like, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I, don't, I can't really do anything. Remember last week, and if you weren't here, I'll re revisit this really quickly. You know, you may say, hey, I am a Lego. All I am is a Lego. Legos are cheap, they're inexpensive, there's not much to them. They're, they're little, they're plastic, they're worth less than a penny. <clears throat> but when you connect Legos together, you can make them in something beautiful. There's a Lego land that's, that's full of stuff that, that, that some pieces are worth thousands and you know, millions of dollars because of the way that they're connected and what they create. Last week I had a Star Wars ship here and it had little moving parts and it went in and out and I had a little rat. It's amazing what you can do once things are connected, but one little piece by itself is nothing. And the cross without love is nothing. Cross without love is nothing. These are my little things whenever, I, when I need strength, I hang on to my cross and I'll just hold it and play it with my hand. I'm like, God, I just, I just cling to the old rugged cross. You know, just because I need faith, I need strength. And then sometimes when I'm feeling lonely or feeling, you know, whatever, and I just, and I, just I need to forgive or I need, just need some hope in myself, I'll just hold to, the, I'll just play with this, this right here. But I got both of these from Israel. They're just made out of olive wood, but it gives me something to hang on to. You know, and, and, and we, got to, we got to get to the place where we connect with other people, that we connect the cross and the heart. We connect you to us. There's a place for you. Number two, comfort. Every one of you in here probably have some kind of story of heartache, pain, discomfort. If I went around. But we are a church that we want you to know that everybody in here is a shoulder for you to cry on. Because when you cry, we're going to cry. When you're happy, we're going to be happy. When you rejoice, we rejoice. And when you're, when you're defeated, we're going to be defeated with you. And stand there and be strength for you to take you through the process. We want to be a church of comfort. A church of comfort for you. And a church of connection for you. And the third church, I mean the third C, is collaboration. We want to collaborate with you. We want to collaborate with us. We don't want to be a church on a hill. Oh, we, we the holy ones. Everybody else don't know what the heck y'all doing. That's not us. We want to collaborate. We are collaborating with, 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 with um, some churches in the inner city, and we, and we go out with them. And y'all know, October the 12th, we're going to go to Creekwood. They're having a big, huge um, day for Stop the Violence. And we're going to go out there and feed um, them. And, and, and we, there's going to be about 1,500 people there. And we're going to go out there and, and cook and feed and serve and prep. We need your help. We, once a month, we do that. It's normally the first Saturday of every month, but um, it's going to be on the 12th because this is a citywide event. 
We do that. We went out after the hurricane and served. We want to go out in this community and join. Last year at the hurricane, it was really bad, and we didn't have, a, we don't have a lot of space here, so we, we joined LifePoint, and we helped them and did things with them. We want to do what we can to collaborate with others, and we want to collaborate with you and see what we can do to help you and how we can find a project that we can do, that we can do something for the community. On, on November the 9th, we hadn't even started putting anything out on it yet, but we're going to have our, our second annual Funnel Cake Festival. And it's going to be beautiful. It's going to look like a hallmark around here. It's going to be gorgeous. And we're going to have the community come in. And we are going to use it also as a fundraiser for our church so we can raise the rest of the money so we can move. But we're going to do something and we're going to have a project that we can reach people and reach them for Christ and love on them. And hopefully they want to come and be a part of our family. But wherever you choose to plug in, God, let God guide and unify you in that. God has a plan for all of us to experience his love and be together in love. We cannot underestimate the power of, never underestimate the power of love when it's shared. 1 Corinthians 13 says, 13, 13, and now these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Mother Teresa, she helped like 30,000 people at one point in her life, and, some, and there was a, uh, there was a um, a newsman reporter that came to her and said, how, how did you do that? How did you help 30,000 people? And her response was, it's very, really, it's very, really, very easy, son. I am with one soul at a time. I choose to be fully present with the person I'm with. And as I look into their person's face, I see Christ. I never think about yesterday, tomorrow, or an hour from now when I look at a person's eyes. And at that moment, it's never 30,000 people. I give myself to one person at a time. My spiritual mother, Jenny Mayo, does that. We, have, we had about 60 people in our cadre, and, and, and we are all in a straight line. And, we, and, and you're sitting there, and you're talking to her. No, I, I, we were there till like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning sometimes, trying to say bye to her. Because whenever she was with you, everybody, everybody y'all can either go home or stay I want to be here for you and I got you I'm going to spend time with you too but right now it's their time and she would sit there and she just would sit there and just look just straight in your eyes and go I can't quite do that because I'm ADD so when somebody moves I do that but I'm going to try to look at you in your eyes and, and be one person at a time but she was just so she's so good at that and she it was just your time one person at a time and she would always say hey be careful because Satan tries to give you a counterfeit love there's counterfeit love out there that people's trying to give you he said, and it's like, and it's like uh, salt water love. Instead of quenching your thirst, it will intensify it. And he will try his very best to intensify the, the things in you that you don't need and make you want more of it rather than come to Christ and want more of him. And that's where we're at today. Wanting you to want more of God, to be a part of something bigger than you to get plugged in, to love, to share, to be concerned, to take a few minutes and not just leave as soon as you leave out of that door today. Take a minute and try to meet somebody, talk to somebody. It's back to church Sunday. And take somebody to lunch or invite them to lunch. Say, hey, we're going to go stag, whatever. You call it Dutch, but, but let's go out and eat together. Hang out. Get to know somebody. Get, get somebody's phone number and call. Come to the, we got the couples group. We got the couples group. Also, I didn't mention that a while ago. We got the couples group. And so, you know, join with the couples, you know, young, young married couples. 
Find a, find a group to be a part of. But let's be the hands and feet of Christ. Let today be the first day that you like really just say, you know what, I'm, I'm, man, I just love my church. Put it on Facebook. About how, not how much you love Pastor Doug. I mean, I love you too. But, but, but put on there about kingdom life. Put on about God. Put on how much you love your ministry that you're part of. Whatever. Just let people know. Talk to people. It's contagious. And other people, I want to be, I've heard about that. I've heard a lot about that. I want to be, let me, can I come with you sometime? Or invite somebody. The reason the rest of these seats in here aren't filled today is because somebody in here didn't invite somebody. Because if we all invited somebody, they would probably be more full than they are right now. I invited a lot of people, but a lot of people didn't come, but I invited a lot of people. But it breaks my heart for every seat that's in here. There's, a, there's somebody out there in that world that needs love, that needs forgiveness, that needs hope, that is broken, that's on the verge of suicide, that's on the verge of giving up. Every one of these empty seats. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not, I'm, I, if we can just fill up these seats. I ain't trying to fill up a thousand seat auditorium. One day, if that's what God wants. But right now, I just want to fill up these seats so I can love on these people right here that need help, that need love, that need forgiveness, that need deliverance. There, we, can fill, we, can, we can fill up these empty seats 40 times with addicts out here. And when they come in, we got to love on them. we got to care for them. We need the broken, but we also need the healthy. There's people out there as well that are able to come and help and be a part and help, help be a, a strong financial support force. We need those people as well. You need, a, you, need a, you need a mix of everything. But for you, I just need you to ask yourself today, how can I be a part? What can I do to make our church better? How can I serve more? How can I become the, who else? How can I look around and see who I don't know so I can get in the meet? What can I do to become more together part of my church? And thank you, those that are watching on Facebook Live. Thank you so much for being a part. You are together with us. Maybe not physically, but you are this way, and you're still a part of our church, and we honor you, and thank you for being here. And I thank you all for that. Some of y'all go back and watch the service and, and share the service, and other people watch it. Thank you for doing that. Would you bow your head and close your eyes? Is there anybody here today who will say, Pastor Doug, I don't know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. If I died today, I don't know that I would go to heaven, but I want to receive Christ. I want that love that you're talking about. I never experienced that kind of love. My, my love that I've always had was conditional. Every time somebody loved me, I had to give them something for it. I never had the kind of love that you're talking about where it's just unconditional love. And I would like that. Anybody here want to raise your hand and say, I just want to receive Christ. I want Christ to come in my life. I want forgiveness for my sins. I want to be a Christian. Anybody at all? Well, who would say in here, well, Pastor Doug, I do love people. I love a lot of people. But would you pray for me that I would show more love and be more together than ever before with our church and with others? Amen. Lots of hands going up. Yeah, amen. Hopefully every one of us, we're all part of the family, so hopefully every hand would have gone up. And she would say, hey, I want to show that love. Dear Heavenly Father, you're such an amazing God. I thank you for what you've already done, what you're doing, and all the wonderful things that you're going to do for us. God, I can't wait till next week to share your word on an even deeper level, God, about, about you and how you can impact our lives and how we can impact others' lives through this back to church. God, help us to get together more than we ever had before. Let the word together mean something altogether different than it has in the past. 
God, let us truly learn how to love one another and care for one another. God, let us just finally realize how to be true Christians. That's really the point that I'm trying to get at, Father, that we all just learn to be real Christians. We can use different words, different analogies, and different stories, God, but all the baseline is we're just trying to be more like you and just be what a Christian is really supposed to be. Thank you for that, God. I love you and I honor you today, sir. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for these amazing people in this room and and online and everybody that may see this in the future. Help us to do our part, God. We're nobody special, but we want to do our part in the kingdom of God. And we love you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Praise God. We love you so much. You're such a big deal to me. 